Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the 8 o'clock and final hour of Jason and Woody Lavin. I just saw the picture that Dal was talking about with Moon Knight. And he's yeah. pulling his glove, his fingers ready, and uh, yeah, he's got I the mean, crescent moon on his forehead and the whole thing. And the sexy eyes. Yeah. It's like a white costume, but it's supposed to be scary, but people are getting really turned on. Oh, wow. Uh-huh. Just go on Twitter and put in Moon Knight. Yeah. Oscar Isaac. Yeah. Hello. (laughs) Say for my exam. I don't even have prostate. Yeah, I do. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. It's just funny to me how people will see something. And at first I was like, what's the big deal? Because it's like the article said you'll never unsee this. And I'm like, I'm looking at the picture. I'm like, "Uh uh-oh, what's weird? Does his helmet look like a butthole like Ugh. what's going on i was scouring the page but then i scrolled down and saw what people were saying yeah and you can't the, unsee it you're right they're right there i'm looking at it now oh hello oh. i wouldn't mind i don't care Wait, moon night <laughs> I, I don't see what moon at night night yeah. with a k oh, okay not a moon yeah. with a yeah, yeah. he's yeah, the I, night oh um what, what put it in the Twitter machine. Put it in Twitter. Put in the Twitter machine. Yeah. Moon Knight, so Oscar the... Isaac, and it, yeah. it's uh, it'll it pop, should, up. pop right up. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, Lord knows it's literally <laughs> pop right People up. Yeah. People have really been retweeting <laughs> it a lot. And the poster. Maybe I the love poster. it. The poster. Yeah. 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 Hello. Hello. I'm here yeah. for my appointment, doctor. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm just loving up right now. Yeah. Hold on. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, well, what's funny is that he was all over the place yesterday because he was in this uh, uh, proctologist uh, ad and he was uh, <laughs> I, he was at this uh, just the, the Star Wars hotel that I just talked about. He they sure. had him on oh, yeah, for a little promotional video. I yeah, he was there po. and then he's like looking oh. through Twitter and he's like, what's going on <laughs> with me and prostates? Well, yeah. I, I don't think the guests expected a free uh, 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 <laughs> exam while they were on board the Star Wars hotel, but uh, Oscar was handing them out, I guess. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> As mood night. As mood night. Hey. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'd spend $6,000 for that. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you don't need two nights. <laughs> oh, no. I don't even need 22 minutes. I'm fine. <laughs> Can you, are you, yeah, give me a drink before drink, you do that to me, Poe. Come to. on. Yeah. <laughs> I might have to. <laughs> Kenny, that little chainmail shirt that Grogu gets. Yes. Kenny, are you still not finding it? 
I feel like my oh. mom when you're trying to explain. Yeah. Oh, oh no. just do a screenshot. Um, so here, no, I'm sending push. it to Kenny. Okay. Yeah, Kenny, Kenny I, I, go to the go to I, the uh, go to our private this, go to oh, our private oh, chat, oh, Kenny. Private. Go to our private chat in the uh, in the screen in our in our B Arthur spy camera screen. I put it in there, and I hope I didn't copy and paste like a bad website. But no, it's just a Twitter page, and you'll see the <laughs> ad for the Marvel Studios. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> none of your business. At. Like that's well, private. It's a still shot, right? Yes, of yeah. him holding the white glove up. He looks like so see. He's going. He's like this. Like his, he's, and the the fingers. The up. glove. That's what it's like. Yeah, the one pointer fingers ready for action. <laughs> Are you seeing it, Kenny? Yeah, I see it, but I don't understand what... People are hot for him. I thought I was the most immature person on the program. No way. Oh, heavens no, Kenny. I don't know where you got that impression. No, but he looks like he is getting ready for for an exam. You can't see it. They're so right. Yeah, Yeah, it's... and the yeah. funny yeah. things, if you go through what people are replying. Oh, it's funny. Yeah. Oh, Oscar Isaac. I, the trailer looks pretty good for Moon Knight, too. Yeah. Yeah, it does. I don't know anything about the character, but yeah. I'll watch it. I, yeah. I like most of the Marvel shows over there on the Disney+. Plus. He kind of looks like Mr. Russell to me a little bit, you know? Thank you. Mm. Yes. From Gilded Age. Oh, yes, that would be and a they call really... It in Dune, people call him Space Daddy, because he's Timothy Chalamet's dad in it. Oh. So that's his nickname, Space Daddy. Space Daddy? <laughs> oh, that would be an awesome night at the Sizzler. A double date with Mr. Russell and Oscar Isaac. <laughs> that That's a chicken and shrimp kind of name. Oh, my. <laughs> with some fricassee sauce? Sizzler. Chicken and shrimp, shrimp together. together. Oscar, Oscar Isaac. Russell. I don't know your name. <laughs> George is his name. George. George. George Oscar Russell. And George oh, Poe Dameron. Poe Dameron and George Russell together. <laughs> oh, hells yeah. That's a combo right that there. That sounds exhausting. No, it does not. Oh. That sounds like a lovely weekend evening. Or... <laughs> Or a really fabulous. I like how you said weekend. Take a nap. No, I'm too tired on the weekdays. I don't have. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You just ruined that commercial for me. I'm sorry. (laughs) That's all I'm going to think about now. Squeezing some lemons and stuff. Squeeze those lemons. Which lemons? (laughs) Which one's first? It doesn't matter to me. Which one's chicken and which one's shrimp? (laughs) It doesn't. It's dark. It doesn't matter. It'll. My hand will go where my hand goes. Um. Sizzler. Oh my god! Every time I hear that commercial, it's still in that commercial. Oh. Wasn't that long ago? But it was. But it wasn't. That was 1987. And the fact that in 1987, any restaurant thought it was revolutionary to put chicken and shrimp together. Right. That that was a monumental, well, a revelatory. I mean. Listen to that commercial. I mean, they got a whole band to sing that. I mean, they, the yeah. fact that that was a big darn deal that no restaurant had ever in the history of American dining 
No restaurant had ever thought of putting chicken and shrimp together on one plate. I, 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 every time I hear that, that's actually what I think about, is they made such a big deal out of that combo. And I, I don't know if it was that big of a deal in 87. Oh. I just don't. I was 13. And I had a little girlfriend named Bernice Corley. <laughs> <laughs> we made out, Bernice Corley, we made out on the floor of the Dunes Plaza Cinema oh, while gosh. watching I'm Gonna Get You Sucker. I on mean, that's... Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, dirty. Yeah, it was dirty, but we didn't care. We were teenagers, but we started making out. And things got a little like hot and heavy. I guess so. You're like, God, let's get on the floor. <laughs> so we lay. <laughs> you laid on the floor. <laughs> we laid on the floor <gasps> because we knew we knew the attendant. Like he was a friend of ours, so we knew that he wouldn't come in. Um, so yeah, and we were the only ones in the theater except for a couple way in the back, and we were way in the front. So yeah, wow. we laid we laid on the floor and <gasps> made out. We didn't do anything like we were kid. I mean, we were teenagers, so but. No, we didn't do the nookie, but yeah, we made out on the floor. And now mm. I think about that, and it's just gross to me. Of course, it's like goobers and like you know crushed oh, up goobers and, and who knows sticky what's down there, like sticky pop. You know, like yeah. we rolled around in that. That's Ugh. even pop. Yeah, that fake butter. You know, popcorn residue. <laughs> <laughs> I would never do that now. Plus, you but. were with a chick. Yeah. Plus, I was, was with a he, chick. Were you? Oh, I can't ask that on the air. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. Yeah, rephrase it. Rephrase it. Um, who is assuming the dominant position? <laughs> We're talking tops and bottoms here. <laughs> I didn't say it. Um, I think I was. Okay. I, I, I thought tell maybe you. Bernice was so excited. No. She just climbed around on top of the mountain. Yeah, uh-uh, so no. Uh-uh. No, and Bernie, you know what's funny about Bernice? First of all, we're still really, really good friends. And Bernice and I remained like, we we didn't ever officially, officially kind of date for a long period of time. But we were, um, we smooched uh, into freshman year of college. Oh. oh. Yeah. Like freshman year of college, we were still smooching. Oh. And uh Yeah. And uh, now what's funny is years later, and I was with Lex at the time, or, you know, we had this broadcast, um, Colin and I went to Chicago. This had to be about six years ago. And Bernice and her husband was there at the same time, staying right down the road. And we actually met up for a lovely, lovely dinner. And it was so good to see her. Um, she she's told just, her husband you, he, she used to make out with you. Yeah. Did yeah. you make out in front of the hubby then? <laughs> Oh, oh. Oh. on the record i did not ask that question <laughs> but no she's oh i love her i love her so much she's she was she's just a good human being but yeah oh if you had to choose between mr russell and oscar isaac who would you choose <sighs> that's a great question that's an easy answer mr russell oh Alexis hasn't watched The Gilded Age, though. So oh, I'm just yeah. going by, by We're pictures. We're taking the character. Oh, like, no. Because oh, is he a powerful? He is, yes. and he's kind of mean. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was going to say it's a no-brainer for... He's I don't confident. Know. He's, he's yeah. very confident. Dawn, is it Mr. Russell for you? I, I think so. Yeah. Oh, I'll now, look. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, I'm not telling Poe to leave. I mean, Poe can wait. You yeah. know, we can... Yeah, but that's a good question. 
We're going to take a break. When we come back, Don McLean has the dirt alert. Happy New Year from Hughes Dental. Here's the deal. If you're thinking about ringing in the new year with a beautiful new smile, call my friend, Dr. Amy Hughes. She is a five-star rated dentist. And she's one of 10 accredited cosmetic dentists in the state of Minnesota. That's great. I actually Googled what people are saying about her, and our friend Dr. Amy is doing it right. Listen to what Deb says about her experience with the team at Hughes Dental. After my dentist of several years retired, I went on a thorough search for a new doctor. After several unsatisfactory experiences, I found Dr. Amy Hughes. I've been seeing her and Jackie for over a year and a half through major dental procedures, including implants, extractions, and crowns. I'm so fortunate to have found them. They are professional, knowledgeable, friendly and timely. I'm so pleased with my dental work and highly recommend them. I jumped on the Google too and here's what RJ said. My veneers look and feel perfect. I chose Dr. Hughes because of her excellent cosmetic dentistry credentials, real patient case examples, and the incredible office and staff. The results were amazing and I get compliments at least weekly. You can see some of Dr. Amy's patients' beautiful new smiles on her website, HughesDental.com. While you're on her website, check out the free video consult. And be sure to let the team know that Jason told you that Hughes Dental is the only choice for your smile makeover. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Time to get caught up on the big pop culture stories of the day in the Dirt Alert with Don McClain. Hello, Don. Hello. Um, I have a story about Cher just putting her foot down about something, and I love it because Cher is our biggest diva. You know, you listen to Cher, even if you're Blake Shelton. Um, during an interview at um, the country radio country radio seminar in Nashville. Blake Shelton said that Cher yelled at him during the voice rehearsals. There was a contestant that was being really timid on the microphone and shy. And so he told her to uh, make that microphone their biatch. And Cher just yelled, what the F did you just say? And then she says, do you know, do you have any idea what I stand for? And Blake Shelton goes, I don't know. He was afraid to say uh, just any other thing. Um, the band director piped up for the voice and said, I don't think it's microphone rights. I'll tell you that. Um, they were good oh. afterward, but uh, Blake said that he wow. loves Cher um, and he's dedicated his entire album to the memory of actually, actually Cher has dedicated her entire album to the memory of Blake Shelton's father. So they no. made up, but she did not like that kind of language and how to talk to women. And it's like, don't say that. Oh, well. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Album, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Good for her. Yeah, she has I'm boundaries. like, oh, the yeah, room share? must have got really. It just sounds so uncomfortable, but like, yeah, you don't. I mean, he's not going to do it again. No, he's nope. not going to do it again. Um, okay. Uh, Scarlett Johansson. 
Her daughter's very curious about all kinds of things. Once your kid starts growing up, they ask questions. Alexis, mm-hmm. as you Alexis. will learn. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. And so they ask why a lot. She has a daughter who's seven years old named <laughs> Rose. And um, she was doing an interview, not the daughter, but Scarlett, uh, with InStyle. And she said, my daughter Rose asked me why my underwear went up my butt crack. And I had to try to tell her what a <laughs> panty line was. And I was like, because you don't want a line in your pants. And she was like, why? And I said, because then you can see my underwear. And she's like, but you're wearing underwear. So she was really questioning her on the thong situation. (laughs) Um, And then she talked to her about her eyebrows and just pretty much every question, every move she makes, um, why she's tweezing her eyebrows, curling her eyelashes, and what a tampon is and what it's for. Oh. Alexis, there yeah. you go. Call me, I'll let you know. Yeah. Yes, you will. I'll tell you. Alexis will tell you everything. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's good to know. Boys and girls should know about that. That's true. That's right, yeah. That's so right, you're not shocked whenever, yep. you know, you I learn I still these wish things. I didn't know. <laughs> uh, I know we talked about this um, sort of when it comes to the... Um, the whole hologram thing, but this is sort of a different take on it. Megan the Stallion is going to do the first ever virtual reality tour. It's going to be shown in AMC theaters around the country. People are going to wear headsets called hottie mounted displays. I'm sorry, say that again? Hottie hmm. mounted displays. What does that mean? And um, it means that they're going to, you know, sort of like an Oculus, if you know what that is, like a virtual yeah. reality headset that you wear to play games. Yeah. It's going to be um, sort of, you know, in a, a unique way oh. to view her concert. So oh, like it's a- going to be through different environments. She's going to have specialty design outfits on. So it's like a 3D experience almost. It begins cool. April What's 5th in Los Angeles. Dave Grohl talked about that. He and the he and the boys did this. He's like, I don't even have an Oculus. I don't know what it is. <laughs> yes. But we shot this thing. Um, and when I saw it back, he goes, it was actually pretty cool. <laughs> so Yeah, it brings yeah. you closer to the audience. It's like a virtual reality experience. Um, mm-hmm. It's like, you know, people want more out of entertainment. Yep. When you're going to um, a large cool. stadium show, they're so far away. And so yeah. you find, I know I find myself just watching the screen yeah. um, and it kind of makes me mad. I'm like, okay, I should look down at the real person that's standing there. But I'm like, oh, but I could <laughs> see their face by just watching the screen all the time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Megan the Stallion kind of making her way. And um, so uh, is this, will this be happening at live shows or will No, this will be in AMC be theaters. This will be okay, like so you go to the theater, you buy a ticket to her yeah. concert, and you're doing wearing this, a headset thing. Doing this instead of touring. Uh, oh. Right. Yeah. it's I love it because it's like a safer way to not be in a large venue and... Good seats. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. she. I don't know if she's also doing a regular tour, but this is going to be an option. Mm, and okay. it's always good to be at the the beginning of something the first you know yes. take a chance on mm-hmm. something especially of people you know they don't want to because of the pandemic they don't want to be in large crowds yep and plus who doesn't want to see megan the stallion in 3d i mean seriously <laughs> yeah okay i mean maybe that's... she'll sweat on us oh Ew. yeah oh god 
Like the guy like on uh, Love Is Blind, the the one the oh, one no. groom that was he was sweating oh, so much. Oh my gosh, what was wrong with him? Thank you, Lex. At the wedding, Whoa. the one that was marrying um, Danielle um, and Danielle oh, and what's okay. Nick? Nick is his name. Uh, yeah. Mur- I couldn't stop. Whoa. I was getting like sick. Through his suit and everything. Oh, it was disgusting. Oh. It's like, oh, wipe. Get a handkerchief or something. <laughs> I don't oh. think there was one big enough, Jace. It was disgusting. Sorry, Donna. I didn't That's mean okay. to divert there. It was just disgusting. Yeah, it was Needs those big Elvis sweat tops. We're on episode something. four. It was it's gross. Fine. We yeah. just got into Mexico, so. Oh, okay. Oh. Uh, <laughs> So Disney announced it's temporarily pausing the distribution of its movies to Russia. And then Warner Mm. Brothers is doing the same. On Monday night, uh, Warner's announced it's pulling the Batman from Russian cinemas indefinitely Mm -hmm. due to the country's invasion of Ukraine. So they do not get to see the Batman. And uh, as of Monday morning, uh, Warner Brothers has yet to make the call to whether it would continue with its plans to release um, the blockbuster in Russia this weekend. So it's like Disney's choice to postpone its entire slate for the country moving forward, Mm -hmm. um, including Pixar's Turning Red, which was due out in the country next week. So they're really trying to, you know, everybody's trying to do their part. Yep. I know it doesn't seem like much, but when all these companies collectively, it's something, hopefully, hopefully for all of us, for the good people of Ukraine, let's hope. Uh, And the good people of Russia. Yeah, seriously. For, uh, for, for. My Indiana's coming out. For <laughs> more stories like this, go to mytalk1071.com. The very best of passing notes, including Holly as Kiki, when we come back. Lex, remember when you told me about your friends and their marital challenges? Well, do you really want to know how to diagnose and help people? I've got the place for you. St. Mary's University of Minnesota has two graduate programs that are right up your alley. Ooh, you could tell people how to make their marriage better. You know how you always love to help people? Wait, that sounds great. Where did you say this was? Tell me more. St. Mary's University of Minnesota has a Master's of Arts in Marriage and Family Therapy and a Doctor of Psychology in Counseling Psychology. Oh, Doctor of Psychology. That sounds good. Better than that, you'll deepen your understanding and skills in facilitating relational health with a diverse client base. And these programs are student-centered and attentive to the adult learner's needs, preparing students for careers as licensed professional psychologists. The best part of St. Mary's is their focus on their students. It's all about student success. Their faculty and staff are the people who get to know you and all become your allies on your educational journey. To learn more and connect with them, head to msumn.edu or my talk keyword St. Mary's. So we never think about you. And now on Jason and Alexis in the morning, a message from our sponsor from like the 70s or 80s. Wet your whistle with the wet, wonderful colors of Lip Quencher. There's no lipstick quite like Lip Quencher. Mm -mm. Created by chapstick, drenched with moisturizers, so your lips feel as good as they look. Wet your whistle. This has been a Jason and Alexis classic commercial. We now return you to our regularly scheduled mediocre radio show. Hmm. Uh, uh, that's historic right there. That is the very first classic commercial ever ran on 
one, Jason and Alexis. Whoa, we've right. had a lot of them, haven't we? Yeah, we ran lip quenchers before we turned it into a regular bit. So yeah. it was always our official lip balm, even though they haven't made it since the <laughs> mid-80s, but that's fine. It's details. I would like don't. that drench. Yeah, details never stop this show. No. Nope, nope, nope. No, never, oh. never. Please, yes, ma'am. Before we get into passing notes replay, I yes, have a shout out. I just checked my email and okay. wow, my heart feels so happy. Okay. And a big thank you to Patricia Jones. Hi, Patricia. Hi, Patty. Patty. Made a $500 donation to Team My Talk for Big oh. Climb. Oh, my gosh. Patricia. Lymphoma oh, Society. Great. Wow! Smack Thank my you. butt and call me Judy. That's amazing. Ooh, call you Patty. Ooh. Call you Patty. Patty. That's or Kathy. She did it for her sister Kathy, who battled oh. AML with unbelievable mm-hmm. courage. Her fight inspired me to be a better person. She says mm. prayers for Kaylee. Of course, Kaylee, we're we're climbing for Kaylee, um, and for Kathy too now. Um, but Kaylee is a coworker of ours, recently diagnosed with AML, and we're walking for her. My little noise there was like, you know, you think people are horrible. You think uh, the world's going to pot, and yeah. it is. However, there are good people like the MyTalk audience. So, yeah. Thank you, Just Patricia. Patricia restores my faith in people for at least another hour or two. So yeah. thank you. Yes. <laughs> right. And if you'd like to climb with us, it's Saturday, April 23rd. We're climbing 53 or 105 floors of the Capella Tower in Minneapolis. So it's a, it's a fun time. I'm making tutus again, if that helps. Well, and let me compliment you. Um, Lex has donated. Uh, Lex has, uh, I, I know, and she's too humble to say this, because of Alexis's leadership on on these campaigns uh, over the years, you have helped to raise uh, hundreds of thousands of dollars, I would, would, would gather, for the society. And you've given a lot of time to these folks, and you should be very proud of your involvement in it. So I just want to congratulate you and your work on this, too. So it's a great organization. Cancer sucks. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. It's yeah, it's the team behind it, Leukemia Lymphoma Society. They just do a wonderful job. So, I just feel honored to be a part of it again. So, and that we can do it again. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> oh. uh, it is time for the very best of passing notes. Um, this is one of the more popular things we've ever done. These are real notes from Dawn's collection, and Rocco took single notes and turned them into little radio masterpieces. And uh, they only aired once. It was like back in the day, like the Wizard of Oz. You can only see it once. So on Wednesdays, uh, in an effort to make you laugh and smile on your way down 35W, we have the very best of passing notes. And today, this is from 2019, uh, June of 2019, and it stars Holly as Dawn's friend Kiki. Today's passing note is from Dawn's frenemy Kristen, a.k.a. Kiki. Before we get to the meat of the note, there are a few extras I should point out in the margins. At the top of the note, a cryptic drawing of a heart with squiggles and maybe a teardrop, and a letter that appears to be a double H. Also at the top of the note, in a separate box, a message from Kiki. That's why he probably hung up on me. He thinks I'm Enid. We'll get to that Enid part shortly. Dawn Flake. The definition of your word Enid, everyone's nightmare in dates. If you can think of a better one, give me the word dude, but it fits. I must say chemistry sucks even worse today. It's muy difícil. So are we gonna go out this weekend or what, dude? Party! Feed them damn fish. Yeah, I'm not really tracking this either. Then in big letters. Yes or no. With big boxes. Check the box. Should I call Ryan and if so, ask him to homecoming? 
I'm an Enid. Don, to tell you the truth, I think that you should ask Jason if he's nice to you. But if he's an ingrown chicken butt hair, then I think you should tell him to mama la p suck my p Then I'll tell you later. Those brownies your mom made for naked boy were mm, mm, good. Okay, what? Those brownies your mom made for naked boy were mm, mm, good. So is Don's mom and Enid or... Then the next bit here is bracketed with this phrase next to it. I'm Enid. Yeah, dude, I'll call Ryan. Me. Hello, is Ryan there? Him. Yes, this is he. Me. Dude, you want to hit? I think she's referring to playing tennis and not drugs, which seemingly would be a better fit with this chick. Him. Sure, dude. Me. 1230. Him. It's a date. Me. See ya. Him. I love you. Me. I know. Then a drawing of a girl and boy playing tennis. Next to the girl it says, Your shirt, short skirt, my hair all done. Then the guy has a thought bubble, which should probably actually be a speech bubble that says, Dude, where's your racket? Then coming from the girl's mouth, Oops, I forgot it. Then in all caps, Right, good one, Kristen, you are cool. Man, seriously, I'm going to call him one more time. If it fails, I'll declare bankruptcy. I'm guessing there wasn't a high school finance course to take down there in uh, Ozark. Dude, we have to do something. Tell me when. Okay, love Kiki. Then another heart with squiggles and maybe a tear. This one seems to say two H's with exclamation dots under the H's. Then she wrote in big block letters, H-H-H. I think we're going to need some help with this one. Don? That was like Egyptian writing or something. I wish I could remember what Enid was. I mean, backwards it's Dine, but that's not what it was. It was something like probably don't drink kids before you're 21. Okay, let me just preface this, but it's probably something that happened when we were drunk. And like somebody said Enid. I think someone fell out of a car. Like, oh. not while it oh. was going, but they tried to get out, and I don't know. There was something with Enid. Was she as intense as her note implied? <laughs> Holly really went all out. Um, she was, not, no, not really. No. She wasn't like a super spazzy girl. She was super smart. Her parents were, well, her dad was a lawyer. She became a lawyer, and so did her brother and sister. Oh. So she's an attorney. So they're underachievers. Uh, right. <laughs> uh, and she was yeah. really popular, and she played tennis, and she was kind of my frenemy, because if I liked a guy, she would always end up dating him. Like, I would tell her, like, I really like Jack. And then she would start flirting with Jack and then start dating Jack. Try him out for you. Yeah, it oh. happened like five or six times between oh. junior high and high school. Oh, my goodness. So then I started to kind of hate her. Wow. Oh, thus the frenemy. Uh, yeah, but uh, I also liked her because she was, I'd known her since first grade. So, you know. Yeah. There's a little bit of a connection there. You know, have you ever had a frenemy? Yeah. You're like, oh. Did you ever kiss? Who? Enid? Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> Kristen? You know, she did something. I would uh, spend the night over at her house and she would talk in her sleep. And sometimes oh, she would sit no. up. Like, she just would sit up straight really? and then she would look over at me and just start babbling and i did not oh! like that i was like girl Whoa, you are possessed no. oh. i mean i was in a different it was like her sister's room so there were two beds in there no. but still i would look over girl. and go oh 
no. And I would turn no. over. Sometimes I would, I would shake her and wake her up. Out. Because it sounded like gibberish. It was yeah. Secret. Secret out. Some things don't change, though, no. at the same time. Oh. Yeah, What's the common denominator with all these <laughs> ghost hunts? <laughs> Me. Uh, That's right. Oh. All of these ghost stories. Lex is right. The common denominator isn't location, geography, or people. It's Dawn McClain. Yeah, right. Huh. Always. Mm-hmm. Sticking to her like glue, as that song uh, says. Uh, 8.42. When we come back, I will end the broadcast with the simple joys of life. Next. I'm one of the greatest, ain't no debating on it. And now, a really ridiculous and most likely offensive moment from Pat Robertson. 30% of women are involved in pornography. This has been a really ridiculous and offensive moment from Pat Robertson. It's still a statistic that shocks me to this day. 30% of women are involved in pornography. I know, like in what capacity? Which 32? I don't have any idea, but it's shocking every time I hear him say that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Everything's shocking that he says. Here's one more. And now, a really ridiculous and most likely offensive moment from Pat Robertson. Do you see anything in porn that attracts you at all? This has been a really ridiculous and offensive moment from Pat Robertson. Does he hmm. want a list? I mean, yeah. Oh, Pat. And did you hear he came out of retirement to comment on the Ukraine situation? Thank goodness that happened. Oh. Not. I was thinking anyway, he had I'm passed. Re- re- refrain. No, he's still alive, uh, and he no, came no, out of retirement. And I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. What, was he, it? what were his comments? You do not want to know because um, remember, we're trying not to end the the show on a negative. Uh, but uh, yeah, let's just say it was uh, a little misguided. Let's. That's that's the nice uh. way to put it. Yeah, Alex, it was not good. Uh, Jason and Alexis in the morning. So um, you're going to laugh at this, but uh, that's all right. I should be laughed at, but. I wanted to end the show today. I was going to do this earlier, but I thought I would end the show today on the simple joys of life. Would you mind if I do that? Lex, do you mind? Yeah, no, please. Simple joys of life. That sounds great. Simple joys of life. So yesterday, I had uh, a craving for a sandwich. So did my husband. And we went to a place called... Oh, what the hell was it called? (laughs) Subway? No, the other place. No, oh my God. Jimmy John's. No, the other um, place. This is oh, going Jersey on. subs. Jersey, Jersey Mike's. Yes, okay. We went to a delightful place called Jersey Mike's. And I had a delightful, delightful sandwich. But more than that, I had something that I haven't had in almost a decade. And that is a delicious cream soda. Can I just tell you, can I just tell you, I love a cream soda. It's kind of like a gingy, except creamy. Dawn, why? Except inferior. Thank you, Dawn. Not even close, Dawn. How how dare you, Dawn, how dare you ruin my... Limp- trying to end the show on a negative why, note, why are you? Why are you ruining my simple life's a, pleasure? Uh, I was just pointing out a fact. <laughs> it's not a fact. And it's inferior, too. So. Thanks, Miss Buzz No, 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 no. Yeah, How dare the Gingy sisters like interfere with my simple pleasures in life, I do. I, I like both of them. Thank you. But the Gingy is far inferior to the simple delights 
of a cream soda. I'll second that. And the one at the place called Jersey Mike's. That's, yes. I just got confirmed. It was. Is it Fountain or is it Jersey uh, Mike's? In a it's bottle. a Fountain. Thank you for asking, Alexis. Because that really matters. Thank you, it does. This is another simple pleasure of life, which I actually think this should be an ongoing segment. But anyway, um, it came from a fountain and it had agave sugar. It was a more healthy soda pop option. Mm. And it was delightful. It was actually, the sandwich was good by itself. But all I've thought about, obviously, I put it in the rundown of our award-winning broadcast. That's yes, how much wow. I liked it. Oh, wow. Did it made it my evening. I drunk. I drank it through it. Drunk it. Drank it. I drunk it. That's what we do in Indiana. We drunk it. <laughs> I drank it through a straw. Um, and I never drink pop. Ever. And if I do, it's Diet Coke. And that's not good. For, you know, that's... But I never, ever, ever drink regular soda. And I just didn't care last night. I didn't care. I just, I saw the photograph of the cream soda Mm -hmm. and I went for it like a puma. I just, I I went right for it. I didn't even think, I didn't even think about getting another beverage choice. I just leapt at the cream soda. Is there a root beer option there? There was. Thank you for asking the the second follow-up question. I absolutely picked the root beer over cream soda. <laughs> okay, there she goes again, just hiking up her little granny panties and. No, that's good. There's some for you and then some for me. Peeing, peeing on my cream soda rainbow. Yo, oh, that's okay. That's a good way that's to look what, at yeah, it, Lex. See, this is a that's side. right. Because you, you are absolutely right, Lex. Next door. Yeah. Next door to the cream soda fountain. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Same brand. Was the root beer made with agave sugar? Ooh. Right next. So it was Diet Coke, uh-huh. regular Coke, cream soda, root beer. No Sprite? I don't know. That's on the other end of the fountain machine. That's your <laughs> third and final. Lexi, that's your third and final follow-up question about my simple pleasures of life, Montage. We got a lot going here. No, we're fine. Lex, I'm a professional. Right. I can stretch oh, this oh, out uh, for yeah, Don and Steve I'm if trying we need to. Stretch it here. No, I'm fine. Oh. I don't need this. Okay. I love just... Spring Grove soda. They sell it at the fair. <sighs> it's so great. Oh my gosh. The lemon sour. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, the oh, root I beer. Tried that. I we're kind of root beer connoisseurs in the Dawn, MC home. May I ask you, is that a simple pleasure of life? For it you? is simple and it's so simple that I want two. Thank you. <laughs> and oh, it's wow. full of sugar, but it doesn't matter because Can it's he... so good. Do you have a simple pleasure of life that you would like to share with our listening audience? Fancy root beer from Fancy. around the world. Yes. Oh, oh, I love you okay. sampling different root beers Me too. that aren't commercially like readily Bart's. available. I don't need bark. No, I'm saying AMW. that's not. No, I hate it. I don't it. need mug. I don't need any of that. <laughs> Give me your fancy stuff brewed in small towns yes. and sold locally. Yes. Nothing Lex. makes me happier. Uh, Lex, we have 30 seconds. Do you have a simple pleasure I, that I you would like a, to... I love a refreshing Arnie Parmel, Parmel once in a while. Parmel? Uh, Parmel? Par- 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 what is that, Lex? I don't know. Palmer. I know what an Arnie Palmer is. I don't know yeah, what that, that is. But... Um, yeah, Arnie little... Hammer? Uh, okay. Arnie Palmer. Very refreshing, yeah. Well, this a has been delightful. A little lemonade, a little iced tea. See, we used to end on a negative this note. This is real and, dumb. And now we're... <laughs> Oh my goodness. <laughs> no, if this is it's beautiful. 
I thought it was pleasure positive. In life is uh, don't say this, something gross. I'll cut off your mic. This time every day. <laughs> yes, I was gonna say wow. that. But Y'all, oh my the... goodness, you guys! I okay. see you tomorrow, Jace. Woo! <laughs> Go out there and be yourself, you negative Nellies. <laughs> I thought I was doing something good, but I guess not. <laughs> It's you guys in the show next next time. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye bye. <laughs>